Hi friends, Jenna here, and you're listening to Beautifully Bipolar. So today, I wanted to talk about dating. I've been getting a lot of feedback saying that they want me to talk about dating with a mental illness, dating somebody who has a mental illness, when to tell them, um, just that kind of thing. So... I think today is the day we'll start talking about that. I am still trying to get one of my exes to come on. Um, One is very shy and he doesn't necessarily want to expose himself because he's a very private person, which is fine. I understand. Um, We did have a conversation recently and it was a really good conversation. It wasn't anything too exposing of him but just talking about because he was with me when I had no medication and then when I was on medication so I thought that would be a really good topic to talk about but he's kind of iffy about coming on so we'll see but I wanted to talk about dating in general. So the first question I got asked was, would I date a man struggling with mental illness? And it is not a yes or no question for me because my answer would be yes and no. It depends on one, is he getting help? If he's actively trying to better himself and deal with his mental illness, yes, 100%. I would, I would, um, date him. I would support him. If he wanted me to go to therapy with him, if he just wanted me to sit and listen to him, whatever he needed for me to support him, I would 100% do. If he had some sort of a mental illness, but was not actively trying to better himself? No, I would not. And that's because I need to do what's best for me. And that could become extremely toxic. Um, for me, if he has depression and he's not doing anything about it, or if he has PTSD and isn't doing anything about it because I am working extremely hard on myself and I want to keep bettering myself. So to try and put all this energy and focus on somebody else who's not working on themselves, um, no, it it would not be the best relationship for me and I don't need to be in a toxic relationship. So no, I would not date somebody who is not trying to treat and live with their mental illness. Um, speaking of, I know, I, I've known somebody for a very long time who is dealing with depression and recently anxiety and Um, he told me something 
that really has stuck out to me. And it was that when a girl has a mental illness, it is seen as cute. But when a male has a mental illness, it is seen as a weakness. And that that really stuck with me because I feel like that statement is so wrong on so many levels. One, it's not cute for anybody to have a mental illness. If you're struggling and it's making your life difficult, what what is cute about that? Have you ever seen a panic attack? Physically, there's nothing cute about that. I um think that he was wrong because he said if a male has a mental illness, it's seen as weak. And I don't think that's true. I think that if a man has a mental illness and he's taking the right precautions that he needs to take, go to therapy, get on medication if that's what they need, um, really deal with it, deal with it and not just say, oh yeah, I have this. I think that that's extremely strong because it's so taboo in our culture still. And that's such a big reason why I wanted to start the podcast was to help bring, bring that out and show that it's not a weakness to deal with a mental illness. It's strength. It's strong to get the help that you need. I saw something once and it said, I'd rather listen to your problems than listen to your eulogy. And I think that's so, so true. I am, especially since releasing my podcast, I've had a lot of people um, just come out and be super supportive to me and say, hey, you know, if you ever need anything, I deal with the same thing. Or um, my sister is really struggling with this I'm glad you're doing this and just reaching out and um just building this community and I think that's amazing I think that's what we need to be doing but my friend who's dealing with his depression and his anxiety he well I guess he's not really dealing with it because what he's doing is he's drinking it away and I think it's really sad and it's really scary because you, you can't do that. And when he does that, he's hindering parts of his life. He's ruining friendships. He's becoming an alcoholic and he's, he's a mean alcoholic. He's not, or he's a mean drunk. When he gets drunk, he's really mean, unreliable, says things that, Like, because I know him, I know he's saying these things because he's drunk. And I try to overlook it, but I've really put myself um, some space in between him and I because he's, he's going down a really bad road really quickly and he's not doing anything to stop it. So it's kind of scary to watch but at the same time 
you can't make somebody do something that they don't want to do. You can't make somebody change their lifestyle if they don't want to change, if they don't see it's a problem, if they think, oh, if I get help, it's going to be weakness. Nobody's going to want want to be friends with me. Nobody's going to want to date me. Um, So I think that... I don't want to say that I think that he's a lost cause or anything like that because I don't. I think people can always change their minds and get help and recover and live a good life. But I think right now he is just in this sulking, this sulking downslope. And I don't know, maybe he'll listen to the podcast and he'll realize that getting help isn't necessarily weakness but it's strength and he'll turn his life around but so somebody like that I personally want to be able to date but if somebody is going to therapy and they're working on different medications because you can take a medication and it could not work for you so you have to go back and get a different medication and I definitely would stick by that person for sure. Um, Another question I got was, when do you tell somebody that you have a mental illness? And I will say I've had three big relationships in my life. I had one when I was like a teenager and that lasted for eight years. And that... I never really came out and said, oh, I have this because I was never diagnosed with anything when I was that young. So we didn't really know. I just knew I had something going on. And he knew that too because he he was right there with me for all of it. Um, so that's probably not necessarily a good example. But then I got... I got into a serious relationship and we ended up getting married. Um, And then shortly after we ended up getting divorced, a lot of it had to do with my, my mental illness and he had some stuff going on too. Um, But when we got together, I was not on any medication, but I was diagnosed and I had some things going on with me that I was still in therapy. So I told him pretty early on um, because I I wasn't trying to hide my therapy. I wasn't trying to hide anything. I remember just one time after therapy going over to his house and being like, okay, this this is what my diagnosis is. Um, I'm currently on, not on medication because I feel okay and I don't feel like I need to be on any medication. And he was super cool with that. And then like four years into the relationship, um, I had a pretty big event. We had a, we had a pretty big event and something happened at that event and I decided I needed to go on medication. 
Um, and he, he fully supported it. He totally agreed and supported my decision to go on medication. And then it wasn't just, okay, this medication works. It was kind of like this medication's not working. This medication is, we need to change it. It was, it was kind of a mess and he was very supportive of that. And I think that is what you need if you're going to get into a relationship. You have to have somebody that is supportive. If um, I I was talking to a girl and she said that she was dating an, a recovering addict and he was addicted to pills. And she is also bipolar and she wanted to go on medication for her bipolar and her boyfriend was not supportive because she thought or he thought that she would get addicted and kept telling her no you don't need to be on these pills you're fine you're fine you're fine so that was not a good relationship i i think if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and you're going to have a mental illness you need to be in a re- a healthy relationship I think that's important to have somebody support you. Um, And I think that you have to just be open and honest with everything that you're feeling. So that leads me to my most recent relationship. So I, after I got divorced, I went online and I met this guy and he was amazing in every aspect of the word. I mean, I I had been on medication that was working for me for two, two, three years. Two or three years. And I felt really good. I wasn't in therapy anymore, and I felt really good. I remember being in such a good spot in my life and I didn't want to scare him away so I kind of waited a little bit and I don't remember 100% but I think the first time that I told him was when I had a panic attack or um was really depressed or something. I think that's when I was like, okay, (laughs) surprise, I have something to tell you. It, our relationship moved pretty fast. Um, so it was kind of early on, but still not like months into it. So I just remember having like this huge, episode, whether it be depression or a panic attack or mania or whatever was going on. But his response was amazing because he was just like, okay. He didn't judge me for it or anything. He just saw it as a part of who I was. And I thought that was amazing because so many times people kind of judge you separately from it, but he was just like, okay, we'll deal with it as we need to, you know, that's not going to 
um, make me want to run away, break up with you or anything like that. So that relationship, I did wait a couple months into to tell because I had to, um, it was something I couldn't hide, but it was definitely something that needed to be talked about if we were going to date. So, um, since I am currently single, another question that I got was, when do you plan on telling somebody that you're bipolar coming up in another relationship? And my honest answer to that is I don't really have a timeline. I'm kind of a person that likes to drop things into <laughs> like nonchalantly, like, um, my most recent relationship, I, that's how I told them that I was divorced was we went out to dinner and we were just kind of talking and then I was just kind of like, Oh, well my ex-husband and he was like, Oh yeah, my ex-wife. So it was, that was kind of a huge relief to kind of like drop it in and it not be a huge thing. So I will probably do, <laughs> do the same. Um, or I've been, um, doing the podcast, I might just say like, oh, I have a podcast, I'm bipolar and maybe let them listen to a couple episodes and let them figure out that way. I haven't decided yet because I am, <laughs> I am in no hurry to date again. Um, dating is, I think it's terrible. <laughs> I think it's horrible when you don't have a mental illness and then put a mental illness on top of it. And it's just horrible. And I've been, um, the, the way that I'm probably going to date, it would be online dating because I never go out. I live in a small town. So I don't know. I'm, I'm far from being ready to do anything like that. Um, another question that I had or I got was, how do you support somebody who you're dating who has a mental illness? Maybe you're not um, mentally ill, but your partner is. And that is a good question. First of all, um, become as familiar with the illness as possible. I would definitely say uh, learn as much as you can about it so that you can, you, you know signs and symptoms. Um, that was both of my ex, my ex-boyfriend and my ex-husband were very good at being able to tell like, all right, she's pacing. She's doing this weird things with her hand. She's getting, she's in a, becoming in a hypomanic state. Um, so to be able to identify things that are triggers to them, things that they do learn, learn, learn those things, um, so that you can help them. Because if you, if you, are uneducated and don't know about what's going on, it's just going to make it hard for them. 
or hard for you to be able to help them. And then talk to them when they aren't depressed or aren't manic or aren't having an episode so that you can talk and ask them, what what do you want me to do? When you're depressed, what do you want me to do? When you're de- or when you're manic, what do you want me to do? When you're having an episode, what do you want me to do? So that way you can support them the way that they need to be supported and not the way you think is going to help them. Um, one thing that my ex-husband would always say was, oh, it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. I hated that. <laughs> I hated that. So I still hate that because it doesn't help. It doesn't make you feel like any better about what's going on. If anything, it makes it makes me feel like you're downplaying what's going on. Like, oh, you're just hitting an, uh, a little rough patch. You're going to be fine in a couple minutes here. Like, mm-mm, that never, <laughs> that never sat well with me. But um, I think just learning your partner is going to be the biggest thing that can help them. And if you dated somebody with anxiety before, they're their anxiety may be completely different than your current partner's anxiety. So try to unlearn everything about that person because something that could help your ex may actually trigger your current partner. So just be aware of that and be very understanding because everybody is different. Everybody handles their mental illness differently So I think that just learning specifically for your partner what they need is going to help them the most. And I think that that's the most important thing that you can do. Um, So any more questions that I get about relationships, I'll definitely share. But those were the main questions that I had. As always, if you do have any questions, let me know or any topics that you want me to talk about. We can definitely do that. But just remember, help is available. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 800-273-8255. And have a beautiful day.